Hello everyone and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and the summer blockbusters keep on coming with Jurassic World Dominion opening domestically and we got news in Hollywood as well with new films in production. Let's start with the numbers. Opening in first place is Jurassic World Dominion with $145 million. In second place is Top Gun Maverick with $51.8 million for a total of $395.2 million. Third place was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with $4.9 million for a total of $397.8 million. In fourth place was the Bob's Burger movie with $2.3 million for a total now of $27 million. Lastly, in 5th place was The Bad Guys with $2.25 million for a total of $91.5 million. So despite terrible reviews, Jurassic World was able to get people to come out and see it. Why? Well, two reasons. One, it's bringing back the old cast everyone loves, and oh yeah, there are dinosaurs. And actually, this opening is very close to the opening weekend of Fallen Kingdom back in 2018, where it opened to $148 million. For Dominion, word of mouth looks like it'll be at least okay, if not good, with it getting a A- cinema score. For reference, that is better than the B-plus Doctor Strange got. For Universal, this was a much-needed win for them. This year, as up until this point, they've only had small successes or disappointments. And as for the box office in general, depending on how Lightyear does next weekend, the battle is between Jurassic World and Top Gun until Thor comes out. The box office in China got a shot in the arm with the release of Jurassic World Dominion, which opened in first place with $53.1 million. In second place was My Blue Summer with $2.7 million for a total of $14.8 million. Third place was The Bad Guys with $2 million for a total of $43 million. Fourth place was Doraemon the Movie with $670,000 for a total of $11.3 million. Lastly, in fifth place was Escape from Predora, which opened to $660,000. So yeah, people did show up for Jurassic World, and while it's a far cry from the numbers movies were getting back in February for Chinese New Year, this is the best opening weekend in months for a film. We'll see how it fares in the coming weeks, and if any other Hollywood films get approved for release there. For international numbers, Jurassic World Dominion continued its rollout and made $178 million for a worldwide total of $392.4 million. As long as it can keep good word of mouth, it is very possible for this to hit a billion. Top Gun Maverick is now at $353.7 million internationally for a worldwide total of $747 million. At this rate, it is hitting a billion. The question now is how far can it go past it? Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness made another $5.4 million for a total of $930.2 million. Downton Abbey A New Era is at $85.3 million. And the bad guys is at 229 million worldwide. So as Disney gets ready to release Lightyear, uh, as it has become a trend over the past year, some countries will not be playing the film. The list includes Malaysia, Saudi Arabia, UAE, and Indonesia. Why? Well, it has not been approved by those countries' film boards, likely due to a kiss shown on screen of a gay couple. While these are not the biggest markets, it still hurts its maximum potential at the global box office, especially since it will likely not be shown in China as well. Still, I'm glad Disney's not forcing Pixar to cut out five-second scene of a kiss. I do think going forward, though, if Disney will keep moving forward with representation in their films, they will need to budget how much to spend on the films and account for which countries will not show them. Staying with Disney, Deadline has the exclusive on this next story, and we have an idea on what one of the upcoming live-action remakes is going to be, 
and that is Hercules. The story is that not only is it in development, but that Guy Ritchie will be directing it. He also directed the live-action remake of Aladdin. And that is it to the story. Disney is also looking to hire a writer to do work on an initial draft that has already been made, and they have not casted anyone yet. I think Hercules lends itself to a good live-action adaptation, definitely better than, say, Lion King. I look forward to seeing who they cast for this. Another film moving ahead in development is Venom 3. While we know it was in development from CinemaCon, Tom Hardy has posted a pic on Instagram showing the cover page of a script for the film. Obviously, it will go through more edits before production, but it does show that they are moving ahead pretty quick on it. Hardy also teased that this could be the last Venom film, which would not surprise me. I would say, though, if this one does not have Spider-Man in it, then I think he will come back for one more for that crossover film. We learned this week that another Searchlight film will be headed to theaters later this year. See How They Run, starring Cyrus Ronan and Sam Rockwell, will be heading to theaters in a limited release on September 30th. I watched the trailer for it, and it does seem interesting, and looks like it could be a solid mystery film. Another exclusive for Deadline is that the Cleopatra film starring Gal Gadot might be switching studios. They are reporting that Universal is looking to take over the film from Paramount. The reason is that while Paramount apparently still wants to produce the film, they cannot meet the timeline the people working on it want, aka Gal Gadot and director Carl Scoville. No formal deal, though, has been reached yet. The story made me curious because I'm not sure what would be the holdup on Paramount's side, to the point where they might have to give up making the film. As for the tight timeline, I would assume Godot wants to film as soon as possible because of Wonder Woman 3. And we got another exclusive from Deadline, but this time was about a new film from A24. The film is called The Iron Claw and will be written and directed by Sean Durkin. The film is about the Von Elrich family, which is a dynasty of wrestlers. The film will also star Zac Efron. Like a lot of films from A24, this does seem interesting, and I like Efron picking more unique films like this. He's a really good actor. Uh, as for Durkin's I haven't really seen his previous work, but hopefully this is good. Moving over to rights for a film, G-Kids has acquired the rights to Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.01, Thrice Upon a Time. Deadline exclusively learned that they have acquired the rights to the film for theatrical release, VOD, and a physical home media for North America. As for a theatrical release, G-Kids is planning to release the film in theaters toward the end of the year with a digital and physical release afterwards. So I take it that means the rights for the film for Amazon had a one-year exclusivity. Now, this does not mean it will leave Amazon after it goes to theaters, but it does mean for people who do not have Amazon Prime, there will now be other ways to watch the film. I'm curious how much it will actually make though at the box office, since it's already been on streaming now for almost a year. I believe since last August. I know I'll probably go watch it, but that's only like 15 bucks, so... Now, on to an update from Ezra Miller, where it was reported this week that there had been a temporary restraining order placed against Miller. The family of a 12-year-old girl filed it, claiming that Miller acted inappropriately to the girl and was a menace to the family. This is on top of the other restraining order I mentioned on the last episode. At this point, it seems like the news just keeps snowballing more and more with Miller, and if I'm Warner Brothers, I'm not sure what I would do. I'd say at this point, they should make a statement saying that they did not know about this, and while they will still release the film, they will not work with him ever again, and should make a donation to some charities. I do feel, though, at this point, they need to do something, because while they are hoping it blows over by next summer, it might not. For VOD Premium, we got a sad story to report, and that there was a tragedy while filming. 
It was for a Netflix production called The Chosen One, and there was an accident where a van crashed and flipped in Mexico. The crash killed two cast members from the show, injured two other cast members, as well as four crew members. Everyone who was injured is thankfully in stable condition and at a local hospital. Currently, there is an investigation into the incident. My thoughts are with the families of the ones who died in the tragic accident, and I hope that everyone injured has a speedy recovery. On that more somber note, that's going to be it for the episode. There wasn't much review of the premium, and, you know, considering that terrible news, there's no point in asking a fun, upbeat question. So, I'll just say thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.